everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Lead Volunteers Podcast. I'm super excited about today's episode. I have my, um, I'm, uh, uh, I attend church in West Des Moines, Iowa at a church called Revision. It is a church plant. Gosh, Mike, it's been six years. Is that right? How long the church has yeah, been going? Six years. And we started five years ago. So we were, we were not early. A, we were early people. Yeah. And so it's been a super, super big blessing. And one of the reasons that it is one of the things that I love to celebrate and showcase is something very unique about revision. I'll never forget as a children's pastor, one of, and everybody who's listening to this, like when, when you have people who are serving on the regular, you know, the pain and the strain of the fifth Sunday. Oh yeah. Right. Cause it's usually four weeks. You're like, okay, this person's a third week person for the nursery or whatever, but then there's the fifth Sunday. Well, our church does something radically different on fifth Sundays and it's about as cool as it could get. And this ties into people getting a hunger and a feeling for volunteering. Take it away. Yeah. We, um, do something called reach Des Moines, which is, uh, on fifth Sunday, any, any time there's five Sundays in a month, that happens four times a year. Yes. I learned like, I should have known that from the beginning. <laughs> I, I learned it later kind of as we were going, but we cancel services and then spread out around the city to serve with nonprofits that are doing great things to bring flourishing to the city. Just this like that deep, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. No, there's other people who are doing good things. And if we can move small rocks, the vision we try to cast for, for our people is like we are not always going to walk away from a Sunday serving with with some nonprofit, whether it's a Christian nonprofit or a secular nonprofit, we're not always going to walk away feeling like, wow, I just changed the world today. Mm -hmm. But there are people who are in this and this their whole lives. And so many nonprofits are underfunded to the point oh, where yeah. they're just barely keeping their and head under, under service. And so we're going to show up with as many people as they can handle and move all the little rocks for them that we can move on a day so that they can dream and move big rocks. Because I know, you know, anybody who's ever done leadership knows that like when you get time to dream and when you get time to move big rocks, that's the when moves forward. things change. That's, that's right. when you can really do like difference making impactful yeah. stuff. And so we're, we're basically trying to do that for people. Okay. So quick time out. If anybody on the podcast missed this, we literally cancel church four times a year. We do not gather as a body. We disperse as a body. That's hyper radical, dude. Yeah, a lot of people told me it was a bad idea. Right. <laughs> so, especially, I mean, older generations are like, you're going you're gonna to spend thousands of dollars and not receive an offering. Because people aren't, like, we're not passing the bucket that day. As, we're literally not gathering. As a poor young church plant with no money that's that's gonna that's your idea of what you should go do like yes yeah yeah i think we should do that and i think i mean i i can get goosebumps i could tear up that's how cool i think this is because it's a faith-based thing that, that got, we're fine and, and you're rather than being freaked out about the offering what you're doing is you're saying hey that's not nearly as important as building people and people get built by participation and by serving. Absolutely. And they get they get like a vision of what it means to, to be, be a part of the body, the, to be a Christian. To be the church, to go oh, be dude. the people of God in the middle of a dark space that's yes. that's needy and desperate. There are people all around us just like 
yearning to breathe the oxygen of God's love. Yes. And if we can go show that in a way that isn't necessarily like like specifically tied to some invite to our church. Like it's there's an agenda all. here. There's like, no oh, agenda. Like come come to our church. We I, we know that a lot of the people we serve will never darken the door of our church. Mm-hmm. But if they can crash into Jesus somehow when we show up and we're not shy about who we are or why we're doing it. No. But there is no agenda. I've that's funny that you say that cuz I have never ever thought that there was anything other than just roll up my sleeves and get a job done. There's not. Right. It's just like, can we show the love of Jesus both to the people we're serving and to the leaders of these organizations yes. who, are, who are just drowned. That's why we partner with secular organizations. Yes. A lot of these people are genuinely doing good things and they care a whole lot about the city and they're doing the best that they can, but they're drowning. And if, yes. and if the okay. body of Christ can be like, Hey, we that, love you. We want to help you. And, and that is a, that's putting forth a good foot. That's putting your best foot forward as the church. Okay. Yeah. So one week um, we did, we went to like where the city needed us and we went and picked up like in, in like where a homeless camp. Remember, oh yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. We went, I don't know if you were even on that one with us, but like, cause everybody's dispersed. I heard like, a whole lot about it. Like, yeah. There's just like a hole in the woods on the side of the road. And you're like, just walk through that hole in the brush. And there's a, there's a whole entire homeless camp, camp back that had, that had been the city. Well, I mean, this camp was no longer in use and yeah. it needed to be completely cleaned up. And it was extraordinarily eye opening for me. Number two, it was hyper eye opening for my kids. We had some killer discussions, but the other thing too, I mean, there's like so many facets to this. I, I could tear up. I was, I was serving alongside a family at revision that I now have a deeper connection with because we did something together. I sat next to him at church, but now I, I, I tore down and did physical labor with them. My bond with them, it was like 85 campfires. You follow what I'm saying? Oh, it's crazy. That's why our groups serve once a month too. That's like, right. I think one of the greatest ways to build community is through serving. Is through serving. Totally be- agree. Because it's it, like pulling in the same direction together unifies us. Mission unifies us. And you the whole kind of talk with one another. Thing God's inviting us into is like mission together. Yeah. Mission alone. Not like I have my own personal mission. You have your own. Per- like we are the church. We are. We're right. a body. And if we can get on mission alongside each other, we get more deeply connected to people and to mm-hmm. community and to relationship and to God and to a whole lot of that stuff. Totally so it's been true. a huge, huge, crazy win for us that everyone told me was a, just a terrible, it wasn't my idea. Credit where credit's due. Courtney Strzok is our outreach pastor and yeah. kids pastor at Revision. And it was probably six or eight months in and she came to me and she's like, hey, she wasn't even working for Revision at yeah. the time, but she came to me and was like, hey, can we grab coffee? I have an idea. Could we cancel church one Sunday? and serve and i was like that's a great idea how about the fifth <laughs> because <You're> okay right. <laughs> admittedly admittedly i was struggling to find volunteers for fifth sundays and we were like in the middle of june i was like july has a fifth sunday i don't know how i'm gonna staff it anyway so how about like do you think you could pull that off in six weeks from now that like just genius. try that on so a- it's kind of like hey i have a whole Le- right? Yeah. And so so that's, kind of a fun impetus to how this started. This wasn't like church planting strategy. 
Oh no, it was like eight <laughs> months in, year one. And it, we picked Fifth Sundays because because they're, they're hard to staff. They're hard to staff, especially they're like we planned with thirteen people. Oh so word. we planned with zero dollars and thirteen people who weren't front we parachuted and planned two months later with thirteen people. We're like, I don't know how I'm gonna staff the fifth Sunday. And I was like, Can you pull it off in six weeks? She's oh my like, word. Are you serious? I meant like someday. Yeah, some days in six weeks. Yeah, let's try it. And that's another thing that I love about your leadership. Let's do it. Let's just try this, right? And and fail forward, but it didn't fail. It's a raving success. No, people got so excited that yeah. like that's that's when we talked to her about joining our staff. It's like I need Somebody a whole lot of other off. things. Yeah, but this was such a cool thing. Mm-hmm. It created so much community. It like totally lit the mean. flame and and fanned the flame of so much mission. And, and such a like a vision for how we ought to bring flourishing to the broken mm-hmm. people around us. I think we should do this not just once a year, but what if we did it every time there's five Sundays in a month? And what if Genius. what if you ran it? Which <laughs> yeah. was that was and not. That, and now she's on staff yeah, doing that. That's not what she was trying to get into. No, no. Like, just really throwing that idea at me over coffee. But now yeah. she's a full time staff person who's doing that and a whole lot of other things. But and and we are now you know. Ha- doing that every time there's five Sundays in a month and also creating space for each one of our groups. Our small groups. At least one of their meetings per month is to go serve. We did it last week. And so what our house group did is that we went to this place called Mini Hands for Haiti. Yeah. Uh, How would you describe it? It's It's a thrift shop. It's a thrift shop. That funds mission. That funds a mission. It's ripping huge. Massive. They got like three, four locations. They're expanding all the time. They are. And so basically think goodwill, but with a good purpose. Yeah. And all of the funds go to support and start a a community with a school, with this and all that. Schools in Haiti. In Haiti. Feed kids. Huge. Educate kids. There's all kinds of community aspects. But our small group goes in there and like we do like regular tasks like sorting, like thousand pounds of clothes you know and put them on racks and snap them with this special whatever we do the work now watch this the dude as we were leaving i said hey i'm just thinking in my mind like here's the number of people that are here tonight from our house group like what does this mean for your organization and he said well you just helped a staff person not have to do something for 40 hours next week you guys did tonight. You did the the work of forty hours of staff work. As we left, the lady who was sitting at the front counter, she was like, like she was pleading with. Them. She said, "Thank you so much. You have no idea how far. What a big blessing this is. Because otherwise, it's going to be her mindlessly doing this task for forty hours. Because it has to be done. It has to That's, be done. Yeah, it's the small rocks. Like we." Right. Spent a ton of time volunteering in the past at the uh, food shelf on the yes, south side I of the one. It's the one. highest volume food shelf in the state, in the state of, of Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. They give away 150,000 clothing items. It's run by a staff of like one one person, one per, one full time person, two part time people, and a whole bunch of volunteers. And so every time we've been able to go in there, they're just blown we away. Can completely restock their grocery shelves. We can sort all the clothing donations. I mean, at 150,000 clothing items, they're giving away, you know. 12, 15,000 clothing items a month that are coming right. through there. And, and so they have to be sorted. 
hung up, and that's just brainless work. Organized, and it's, Organized. it's something we can do. And there, are, like, the director is this phenomenal lady who's just doing great work. But when she's like sorting through clothes and organizing, when she's stocking the grocery that's shelves, that's a bad use of her. Yeah. She can dream at a level that I can't dream for that food shelf because I don't know the names of all. The, I'm not there to for interact with sixty human hours beings. a week, right? But she knows the needs, and yes. she can dream a little. And if we can show up and move small rocks and allow her to just sit for a week, if we if we can do forty hours worth of work for right. for her, and she can dream for a and week, and she can use that forty hours in a more productive way, then what a she win. can advance vision. And then yeah. when we show up the next time, we can move small rocks that make an even bigger difference because we equip that to happen. Yes. And I, I'm super grateful for that. Oh man, and and, and so you know. Maybe in the show notes, we'll put a listing, right, of yeah. the different places that we've done this. Um, super cool. Uh, and, and my kids, my kids, we have gone to many hands for Haiti multiple yeah. times, right, as families. Another one, when we went to, was it called Bidwell, that food shelter place? Or yep. the food thing that has, it's, it looks like a legitimate, they want it to be like a legitimate grocery store. Yeah. So that when people come in, they aren't like, oh, well, I'm at, no, like, in, like, Make them feel it's, a sense of it's honor. It's not a closet that's got like no, grocery there's stuff. There's a whole piece. grocery store. It's a whole grocery store. Yeah. And so our kids have, in my family, in our whole small groups, we've restocked the entire thing. And so like the research is off the charts in terms of those 18 to 29 year olds who stay connected with the church. One of those factors is they were given responsibility at a young age and they served you, Mike, are helping in a small way. You're, you're helping 18 to 29 year olds who go to revision church, not walk away from Christ in a way, which is huge. huge. How, like what a great, by simply serving right now, another important thing I think that needs to be pointed out is I think that a body in motion tends to stay in motion. I don't even know which one of Newton's laws that is. I think oh, yeah. it's number two. I don't yeah. know. I should know. But by by getting people, Mike, by having this fifth Sunday thing or having small groups serve, yes, there's a community aspect where you kind of could, you know, you connect better with your small group. That's a win. Yeah. Whatever. But like you're setting a body in motion and people are actually getting their, they're, they're feeling the sensation of serving. Yeah. And, and like we have no other option. You can't come to church this week and sit yeah. on your butt. It's not. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. It's not a thing. So, talk about just like the the movement that we're 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 sending people off in a serving direction. To I mean, I'm a service addict. So are you. We dedicated our entire lives to this thing. Yeah, serving God is like that's the best tasting food that I've got. Like I'll I'll do that forever. But I got to get people to taste. Amen. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. And it's, some of that stuff is low-hanging fruit. Like we, every church has its own set of like values, right? The, the, yeah. This is the way we're going to chase the mission God's given us. And we all have a mission statement that's basically the Great Commission said yeah. through whatever creative words we <laughs> want to do it, right? And most of the values are the same. But like almost everything we do has to check one of the value boxes. If this doesn't check one of our core value boxes Why as, we as an even church, yeah. let some other church do it. Sure. This, we shouldn't do it. And... So at Revision, we're trying to funnel everything through. How many of our core values does this oh, wow. check to go serve? That check, we're like, you know, one of our values found found people find people. We're going out into a dark world, like wow. being the light of of Christ and love people, do life with people. Community is a huge value. 
nothing builds community better than serving together or or suffering together honestly like suffering together builds community and serving sometimes goes hand in hand with suffering but like serving together and save people live like the savior we want to be transformed we want to be people who are growing and creative people connect to the creator we want to be worshipful like when we serve we worship this is an act of beautiful it's an act of of worship and gifted people give to people generosity is one of our like for us this is something that checks all five of the core principles are saying how do we chase the mission god's given us of helping people meet jesus and follow him fully well we chase it through these five boxes and and serving fifth Sundays tr- massively it's a five tool it's a that's a five tool project and we don't have very many of those there's not a lot that, that, that need everything that like it, that check worship and community and generosity all at the exact same time and this does but going out with, with open hands and giving so both our, our time and our money and our so effort good. and our love to the community around us that checks all the boxes which is a huge win for us okay now there's somebody out there in podcast land i guarantee it where they're just they're inspired and they're like man this is what we should all be doing and then they are like but you know could my church ever pull this off and i think they probably can but one thing one way that you serve this mission is that on those sundays where are you usually located i stay back i try to visit every serve try to visit every but i also I also stand in, it's the worst in the winter, but I stand in the parking lot of the church and greet guests who come, who say like, hey, I'm here for church. I'm here for church. And then you just tell them, eh, we don't have church, which this is what we're doing today. Yeah. And some of them never come back. And some of them they're get like, really fired up. They're, like, they're like, this is the church for us. No way. I right? want to come back. Right. Some people who've been here for for years and years and years are people who showed up for the very first time on a fifth Sunday yes. and heard about what we were doing. And they're like, there's the little bit of disappointment. Like, oh, I thought I was going to go to get and, to go to church. And, and like all of their kids are dressed up. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. But some, some like core people showed up and they're like, we don't have church today. We are all around the city serving. If you want to do that, here's where you, I, I'll give you an address. You can go serve right now. We'll be back next Sunday. And, but this is what we do. And the people who get really mad about that and they don't want to come back, they just learned quicker that they're not going to like us. <laughs> like, yeah. we just, I just shortcutted them yeah. not liking our I, church anyway, but which is going to happen inevitably. Yeah, that was, that was one let's Sunday, two Sundays. Of, yeah. Let's get this out of the way. Or one or two years. Eventually, <laughs> Like if, if that if that rubs you so far the wrong way that we this canceled service, we are the wrong flavor serve, for you. You're gonna hate us. So, yeah. but so but but, like, but then there's people who came who had that moment of 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 disappointment, but they're like, dang, okay, I I I'm deeply intrigued now. I I love this. Yeah, and those people come back, and yeah. it's, that doesn't necessarily mean it's you know it's the perfect fit for them. Yes, but like yes. When people like. It's engaging the idea it of is. it, and it is, and it's, it, and you're not a fake. I, I think that you're showcasing you're not a faker church. Like we're taking, like we're literally taking this seriously. Yeah. Uh, uh, at a cost. No, not, not only like, it was like eight thousand dollars last Sunday. Yeah. To do a serve. Yeah. Uh, and and that's that's a big deal. That's an investment, and we're putting our money and our 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 limbs toward what we're actually saying that we believe. Um, I think this is the coolest thing. And I think that people can get a taste of serving 
Absolutely. You get a taste of what it feels like. And there is this, there's a euphoric feeling. I'm not kidding, Mike. I've never told you this, but there's been multiple times when I've been at Bidwell stocking the shelves. Yeah. And I'm asking myself, what are you doing with your life? Right? Yeah. Like this, I need to do things like this. I'm literally asking myself, do I need a career change? Because like, like doing something this basic is giving me tremendous joy. Absolutely. And not just like not just as an adult. I bring my six year old twins oh, there yeah. and they're just like they're putting cans on shelves and they leave and they're just like they don't even know why. They couldn't articulate it in the way that you could or I could because they're thinking on a higher level. Sure. But they're just like fired up. They they they, they know that it. they contributed to something bigger than themselves and man, they're Okay. Like, so watch oh. this. As a six year old, your kids are having a collection of regular experiences that that we want them to have yeah giving of themselves uh, uh contributing to a mission bigger than themselves um getting their hands dirty uh, com, com, i mean like th- this is a huge win on so many levels and this is one of the reasons that we are radically committed to revision we love it and i think that other churches could and should take this risk and pull it off now one thing i got to say this is not for the faint of heart. I mean, it is hard work for your staff, for Courtney, to pull this off. It's insane. It is um, insane. It is a hair puller outer. Getting, coordinating it is incredibly, incredibly difficult. It's it's hours and hours and hours of And sometimes fails. Work. There's been groups that we've partnered with and it's like, okay, we're done. Like that just, that was it, too hard. It didn't work. Whatever. It didn't go well. Yes. And there's groups that cancel at the last minute on you. There's, uh, there's. I mean, it's it's an incredible effort to do, yes. and it's incredibly difficult too. At the same time, to create regular serves for every group, like monthly serves, it's not a simple thing. And so for us, it's an investment both of like it's an investment of staff hours to make it happen. Yes, to it say is. like I'm we're we're gonna pay Courtney and support Courtney to pull it off because like it's it's a herculean task to pull it, it off with that much regularity okay, so just to give people an idea this is this is you know revision started at 12 people but it's no longer yeah. 12 people no i mean we're you know 300 some people who yep. are 350 or whatever who are being like empowered to go serve okay 350 people can't go to bidwell at once no <laughs> no right? like bidwell can serve 12 15 people at the most or many hands for Haiti can serve, you know, can can like us going to the 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 clothing thing, maybe twenty people. You follow what I'm saying? Oh, it's a lot of guest check and revive because we got, when we ask somebody yes. to put a staff person on a Sunday morning at their location, so that that's usually out of staff hours for them. That's right, and it's worthwhile again because, like you said, we can we can rock knock out a week with with the full church we can knock out a couple weeks worth of work for them but we commit to like we're gonna we're gonna give you 20 people and the stress on our end is like how many projects do we courtney it's like this whole dance math how many projects do i set up and how many people do i've I've committed 15 people over there and i committed 30 people over here and i committed 20 people over here and if it's a holiday weekend and no one signs up, then how am I going to get all the people that I need to get over here? And how, we made a and commitment are, to this group. And what are we going to do with kids? And some people don't want kids. And it's, it's okay. an intense so, organizational process to make it happen. It, it is. And so I want to make sure that people hear that. Now, the result 
is glorious on so many levels, so many levels. But the way to get there is it's work and it's good work, though. Absolutely. But it's hard. And that's it is hard. You know, I tried to encourage her with that many times. I say like there are a lot of churches, a lot of pastors. I get a lot of credit for the work that she does on on, on this. And so there's a lot of pastors like, man, it's so cool that you guys do that. I wish we could do that. And could is not the question, but are you, are you willing to grind? Like, this is the reason not everyone does it is that it's really hard to pull off, but it's so good. My house group was just talking about this. A couple months ago, we Mm -hmm. went to go clean up a park. I did that once. And uh, we did that once. In a particularly difficult area of Des Moines. Yes. And we were laughing. We had, we got some dinner beforehand. We like were walking around this park in the cold, picking up trash and we're laughing as the group of us adults later as parents, like none of our kids thought that was weird. We're like right. we, we have somehow gotten to a point where we have kids ranging in age and in my group from like four years old to 16 years old in that general range. Like none of them thought it was weird. This is that not we, abnormal that we pulled them, that we pulled into a park on a cold night, handed them trash pickers and bags and sent them around the, like, we're like, did, that it, we, did we normalize yeah, that? Did your kids say anything? No. My kids are like, oh, we're doing the park thing. And yes. we're like, this is actually, that's a huge win. Like we were just tired as parents. Like, wow, this is a big win. It None is. of our kids thought it was weird that we brought them to a park to pick up trash. Okay. As we close out this episode, I have to tell you our story of when we went to go pick up trash at a, more challenging location yeah. in our community, right? Yeah. Uh, this actually, you know how, um, like you have your fun stories that when your kids like, Dad, tell that story again. Oh yeah. This oh, is yeah. one of those stories for <laughs> our family. So here we were. It was actually raining. Oh yeah. It was. I mean, I'm being real. It was not a complete downpour, but it was consi- It was rain. It was a day of rain. And so, you know, here we are as a family with other families and we're have these little picker uppers and we're filling up bags of trash. And we're like, after a while, the bag's getting heavy because we've been picking up trash all over kingdom come. So we're on this embankment. Okay. Picking up trash. And my son, Andrew, gosh, this was probably maybe four years ago. Yeah. So he's 11 now. So he would have been seven. True story. This car actually pulls over specifically so and here's Andrew standing on the side of the road specifically so that they can hit this huge puddle of water <laughs> and smash him with this water and so I saw it happening and I was like you know I was like oh here it comes and he just got pounded with this water and he just stood there and turned around and he goes can you believe they just did that to me so you can get sprayed yeah. with water. Yeah, but it gets it was, intense. It was intense. <laughs> uh, but Mike, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for leading this vision. Uh, this is the this is the coolest, coolest thing. And even hearing more from you on this podcast, I'm even more of a raving fan of that which we do as a church. So, Mike, thank you very much for being here today. Thanks for having me. You bet, man. Well, this has been the Lead Volunteers Podcast. And gang, guess what? Serving begets serving, getting people to taste that the Savior is good and being able to taste the Holy Spirit through participation in serving. So God bless you guys. We'll catch you on the next one.